Now is the only minute we have. We have no idea what tomorrow holds. This life happens once and in the blink of an eye, it's over. Before we know it, 10 years have passed and we have no idea where the time went. Every now and then a gentle nudge appears reminding us to live, to live out loud and to live life now. This life is so beautiful when we stop to smell the roses, when we take a moment away to be present and to look at the miracles happening all around us, we can't help but want to celebrate. The small things we take for granted are really the big things. How often do you truly celebrate the joys of life? Are you living life or is life living you? I invite you to celebrate life in every moment possible before these precious moments pass on by. Don't put celebration off for another moment or another special occasion. Let's tap into it together. Step into your life and live to celebrate. Hey, hey there, all my friends and fellow celebrators of all things this amazing life has to offer. My name is Amanda Douglas, your host of the Live to Celebrate podcast. Today is super special for me because today is my first episode. And to say that I'm a little bit nervous is kind of an understatement. But, you know, to say that, you know, that imposter syndrome feelings, that rising up of, why does anybody want to listen to me? What sort of credibility do I have? And, you know, do they really care what I have to say? But you know what? I'm going for it this year. I'm taking that risk. I'm going to have that courage to just put myself out there. I'm embracing this year in a different level and doing things that um, are pushing me out of my comfort zone and keep pushing me forward into that growth mindset. Uh, there's certain things that I know are pulling at my heartstring that I want to share with the world And that's why we're here. That's why I want to teach you guys what it means to really, truly live to celebrate. So I want to kick off my first episode with a little bit more behind the why of this podcast, the inspiration that made live to celebrate really come to life. You know, a lot of us listening probably have had those feelings in the pit of your stomach when you see things happening around you to other people and loved ones that are tragic and you think for a second like, what the hell do I have to be sad about to feel sorry for myself for, you know, if you, if they can get through it, why am I being so negative? We all have those days and, you know, just not feeling grateful for the life that we have. We all truly have those moments that suddenly they pull at your heartstrings and they tug at you. They kind of recenter us. But what if this was every day? What if this was just a way of life? Like what if you led a life that was meant to be celebrated every single moment, every single heartache, knowing there's a lesson, right? Every single mistake, knowing you're going to learn something, every small win you celebrate, every single moment of every single day. So this is your story. You get to write it. So let's live it together and live it out loud. And I'm so, so passionate about this because guess what, guys? You know, people who smile in public have been through every bit as much as people who cry, frown, and scream. I get this a lot where people are like, you're always smiling, you're always happy, and they simply don't know what's happening. It's just simply that I found the courage and strength to smile through it and enjoy life the best way possible. Like these kind of people 
that are able to truly push this, inspire me. And I want to bring them forward. I want to share more of this. You know, we're all attracted to that kind of energy. We all see these people that are always smiling, that are always happy. And, you know, I always thought, what makes these people different? What's different about these people in their life that they're so happy to be alive? And some of them may have been through a lot and some of them um, may just, it may just be a way of life. They've just made a decision and they don't necessarily have more money. Um, but what, what is it that they're doing that makes this energy and passion so freaking attractive that you just want to be around them? So guys, I want to share with you a little bit of my story. One that I can tell you guys didn't start with living to celebrate. You know, growing up in the country, shout out. If you guys didn't know, I'm from Polk County. Um, so shout out to all my favorite people there. You know, we grew up with nothing, six people in a thousand square foot house, one bathroom. And somehow I was the one that was convinced to get up at 5 a.m. to take the first shower, then go back to bed. Allegedly, my sisters voted that basically this was because I had the most hair, you know, apparently, and it took the longest to dry anyway. So for some real reason, I feel like I was totally manipulated, but that's a, definitely a different podcast. And But growing up poor in a small town, you always have this like kind of looming over your head, like, how do I get out of here? I know there's more to life than what's happening. And I, and I love Polk County, but I always had this thing inside of me, knowing that there's more to life than what I was living. And how do we end this generational cycle of just letting life lead you instead of leading your own life and going after what you desire the most and not letting other people's opinions weigh you down? This is hard for um, me as a Southern girl. All, all my Southern women out there know this and know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, your voices are kind of overshadowed. It's not really important. You know, you're going to be a stay-at-home mom and you're going to cook. And I love all that stuff. And I love that for people. I just knew in my heart that that wasn't for me. And, you know, this whole Mary Rich scenario was the only way you were going to be able to get out and have a halfway decent life. And this story is one that played over and over again in my head and in many young women's head. And, you know, thankfully I was a really exceptional student with a great GPA and luckily was able to get into a great college, but it still took a lot of heartache and pain, you know, dropping out of law school, a failed marriage very, very young and barely making ends meet with a one and a three-year-old. And so much more for me to realize that I wasn't living my life to the fullest. I was living this idea of what I thought life should be. You know, I had to get a job in order to make ends meet. I had to give up all my hobbies in order to be a great mom. But what other people were telling me this happy life was uh, really started weighing on me. And I was like, I have to make a change. Something has to happen. And for me, it was a monumental moment as a single mom when my son was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and he was just nine years old. And that moment where you're holding your child in your arms and they're just bawling and they're just scared and you're scared. You don't know what any of this means. You just know that you have this lifelong disease and suddenly you have to take care of them. You have to be their comfort. You have to be their comfort for all things. And, you know, just to see him and to see where he is today and what a fighter he is through not feeling good at times and like something he can't even help. It's like, why, why am I 
not living life to the fullest? Why am I not celebrating every single day that I get to just be healthy when I, I would take this away from him in a heartbeat? And these are kind of the things, you know, it wasn't until I started taking some risks and opening my own company, defining my own core values that I realized this life truly can be what you make of it. And the goal of this podcast will be to have people on here that inspire me to live my life to the fullest, inspire people around me that I love. And I'm going to have people that I admire for their courage in life and their ability to have just this unwavering life of standards and values that allow them to fully celebrate each and every day they're alive. And I want to give you guys some tools and techniques to get you closer to this life, one that you can celebrate every day. There truly is no greater joy in life than living a life that you can celebrate. So one you're proud to be living. And guys, I'm telling you, it isn't that far away from you. We think that we have to make these big shifts in order to have this amazing life, but it really is just shifting perspective and seeing all the greatness that is around us. You know, one big thing for me is I, I'm big into energy healing. You guys can call me cuckoo, whatever. But I, the minute I started to really open up and really see the world from a different perspective. And, uh, when you talk about like blessing other people who may not have been amazing to you, who may not have been a great influence in your life, but forgiveness can be something that can open your heart to so many other things. And shifting this perspective and leading a life of gratitude when you're grateful for every single person, every single moment in your life, once you start doing this, amazing things really truly come your way. I promise you this. And this is something that, guys, I started doing this with my team and just kind of like not even realizing. And I think it was a little bit bizarre the way that some of the personal development that I was going through and some of my struggles and my journeys, I was like, I need to share this stuff. I need to share the things that have helped me through some of my darkest times, have helped me be a better mom to my children, you know, through some of the darkest times when our lights are shut off and our water shut off and I'm bathing them with bottled water just to get them to school. And these things happened, you know, success doesn't come to people overnight. And, you know, I'm grateful for those times. I think about it now. It's like, you know, why I always told myself that I did not want to be a single mom that had that bitterness on her shoulder. I was never going to be that one that felt like I was fighting the world and, you know, that I had some sort of disadvantage. I decided truly what was important to me. And the thing that was the most important to me was to be a great example for my children, to be able to take care of them and to be there for them no matter what, but at the same time working really hard on my career. And, you know, I decided that that's how I wanted to enjoy spending my time. I enjoyed building a career. And at the same time, I found a great balance in taking care of my children. But your parents and your friends and the community around you in general all have their own opinions, right? But at the end of the day, you're the only person who will be around for every single moment of your life. So decide what's most important to you. Do what makes you happy and everything else is going to fall into place. I promise you that this may not mean, you know, finding your perfect job overnight, but it can mean still doing things you love, like engaging in hobbies and volunteer work or mentoring. You know, I started 
you know, getting into yoga, reading, personal development, sharing my story with others, helping others through their own struggles and mentoring them. And this became the focus and the center of my life that has made me feel so grateful to be where I am today. I get a lot of people that tell me like, you're such a great listener. It's like, guys, that's important to me. This is probably the most important thing to me. And this is what fills my tank. This fills my love tank is being able to be that voice that people can come to or be that, you know, shoulder that people can cry on and just be there to listen. These kind of things are so, so important for me. But, you know, at the same time, I learned that taking more risks, like sometimes there's danger involved in life, but every reward carries a risk with it. You know, I was always very, um, kind of held back. I didn't want to take a lot of risks because I had gone through so much as a single mom and didn't have a lot of money. And I always thought that all these risks involved a ton of money. I was going to lose everything I had and have to start all over again. But if you never take risks, you'll never get anywhere in life. And you certainly won't learn to live life to its fullest. You know, staying in your comfort zone is the fastest way to be discontent. You know, how many of us know people that are living in this comfort zone, right? We all have friends and family like it. You know, all they do is complain about how much they don't like their job or they don't like what they're doing. They don't like how they look and they just have never done anything to take a risk and go outside of their comfort zone. But without stepping outside what you're really comfortable with, You'll kind of cease to learn and stagnate in both your personal and your professional life. Taking risks is something that's so important. You know, life is short and we only live once. Learning to live life to the fullest is an important step in making the most of every day. But while it may feel uncomfortable, taking a risk can be as simple as, you know, saying yes next time your friends want to go out instead of staying at home alone. Or it can mean going out on a blind date or buying plane tickets to a new city or dragging out some paints and starting to paint and just flowing with life or getting into a new yoga class, whatever that may be. But when people look back on their lives, they regret the chances they didn't take more than the ones they did. So find something new to try today and goals beyond what you currently believe are possible. This was big for me when I made the decision even to start my own company. That decision wasn't overnight. I thought about this way too long, guys. I probably could have started a title company back in like 2010, but I thought about it way too long. And I thought, you know what? There's no way that I'm going to be able to do this. I don't have the confidence. And I I remember, and I can't even think of what the name of the book was or a podcast, but I was listening to it and it said, if you're waiting for the confidence to start a business or to take a risk or to try something new, you're never going to do it. It's not the confidence you need. It's the courage. And there's this thing called the courage competency loop. And, you know, the courage is that one-time action. And I make a joke that the thing that I was most confident about when I started a business was my ability to Google anything and try to figure it out, right? Google was my best friend. I'm like, how do you set up an email account? And how do you, you know, get a e-fax number? All this stuff that I had no idea what I was doing, but I had the courage to at least try. So don't let the, the lack of confidence hold you back. And this was something I had to realize really early on. 
as people see courage as something, they see bravery, they see vulnerability as things that are so much more beautiful and so much more rewarding when you're successful going through those things, when you're vulnerable and when you're brave and when you're all these things, but when you're confident, um, you can't wait on that, right? Just take that chance and know what, trust your intuition, tap into that intuition. That's something that I truly, truly was able to do finally. And it's paid off in, you know, I'm not always great. It's never perfect, right? Uh, continuing to tap into that intuition, but we all have it. We all know when you shouldn't be saying yes. We all know what doesn't align with your core values. We all get that little thing on your shoulders, like maybe I shouldn't. And we don't follow through. And guess what ends up happening? It always was the wrong choice. And I think just seeing that intuition and tapping into that more is so, so important. I felt it in the moment that I had to start my company at the time that I did. And I, and, you know, I did start out of need for providing for my family, but I could have very easily just kept, you know, trucking away, making 50 grand a year, barely being able to afford my bills and my food and the medicine my son needs. But I just made the decision and I had the courage to take a risk. And I challenge you guys to do that because it will lead you to a life that you truly can celebrate because you can celebrate those failures too because you had that courage. You can celebrate the courage that you had to just start it. And guys, I continue to show the people that I care about, that I love them so much. I tell my children I love them probably 90 times a day. I drive them crazy. But this, this goes for everyone in my life that has truly had a big impact on me and that I care about my friend, my family, your family and friends will always appreciate hearing that you love and appreciate them every day. It's never too much. It'll brighten a stranger's day even to hear a random compliment. You know, how many of you guys have gotten a random compliment in the store? Like, I like your shoes. And you're like, oh, thank you. Like, that is just amazing. If you notice that you're, someone's doing a great job, uh, just tell them it doesn't hurt you. It goes, and sometimes even saying it in their reaction, um, ultimately makes you even feel better, makes you truly feel that life of fulfillment, that live to celebrate moment. Um, you know, if you have a romantic interest in someone, go for it. Who cares? There are a lot of ways it may end and not, and only one of them is really going to keep them in your life forever. So in the end, you may look back and wish you had asked them out. You want to live a life of no regrets. You truly do. So continue to show your love to people that you care about. My biggest thing that I think has helped me get to this part in my journey is I live life in the present moment. Like your past is important to learn from and your future is important to work towards. But at the end of the day, though, truly the only thing that exists outside of your head is the present moment. A lot of us spend a lot of time thinking about worst case scenarios and talk ourselves out of things that aren't even, you know, real or aren't even happening. And for some reason, we're not living in that present moment. We're not looking at things for face value just as they are. So in order to ground yourself in the now, you can practice, you know, mindfulness, which involves learning to live in the moment by noticing kind of what's around you, how you're feeling while you're feeling, why you're feeling that way. And sometimes meditation can really help with that. And that's been big 
for me is it really helps me get in touch with my thoughts and my feelings. And even if it's just, you know, five, 10 minutes in the morning, practicing meditation, practicing, you know, another amazing tool is just gratitude for living in the present. Each day practice gratitude by, you know, I started writing down three to five things that I'm grateful for. And sometimes if I don't have time to write it down, I'm just doing it in my head in the shower or before I get out of bed. But you'll be amazed at how quickly this helps place you in the moment and you start to really live life in the fullest. Uh, I think, you know, I got this gratitude journal one time, like, oh my gosh, I keep thinking of the same thing every single day. And I was like almost annoyed at myself for being grateful for the same thing every day. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep writing it. And you just kind of feel your love tank just keep filling up the more and more that you write these things that you're grateful for. And you start opening your eyes to even simpler moments, even simpler things. And instead of just, you know, I'm so grateful for my kids, it's more of like, I'm so grateful my child did this, or I'm so grateful this happened uh, in our night last night, or this happened in our talk on the dinner table. But just practicing those simple moments of gratitude, you know, like, I mean, it's grateful to even be able to sit down and have dinner with your children, right? I remember the moments of Uh, scraping up some ramen noodles for us when we were little, like we're able to sit down and have a great meal and just, you know, having those moments and recentering yourself are so, so important to be able to live this life to its fullest. Um, I challenge you guys to ignore the haters. My God, there are way too many haters. No matter what you decide to do in your life, there's always going to be someone around to point out the many ways you'll fail or what you're doing wrong with every step of the way. So know that every single winner loses, but not every loser wins. Successful people don't start out successful. What makes them successful is that they keep pushing through failure. You know, how many times did I have people tell me that I'm freaking crazy for wanting to start a title company? I had no idea what I was doing, competing with all these big boys, right? Like, very male-dominated industry, financial industry. What the heck are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to do it. Sometimes it pushes you, honestly, because I'm such a competitive person. Sometimes it pushes you a little bit harder when you hear things from your haters. But guys, next time you run into a hater, like work on placing boundaries or you hear something. I want you to practice self-love to really build your own self-confidence and make it impossible for these outside forces trying to break you down. Um, a big thing that I do with my pranic healer, my energy healer is, you know, every time we hear something negative from a hater, we, we work on blessing them. And I know that sounds crazy, but this is something that has changed my life in order to be able to celebrate where I am is, you know, closing your eyes and just thinking of them in this bright pink light blessing them, blessing all their energies because there's something else going on inside of them that has nothing to do with you. So the more you bless people, the more you wish them well. I wish all my haters well. I don't care what they say. I wish every single person had a successful life because you know what? Living a life of fullness, living this um, life where you truly celebrate every day and you fully live in this life of gratitude is a beautiful feeling. I want everyone to experience that, including, including the haters. So, uh, continue to practice that and practice, you know, just blessing them, just blessing them and finding their life that they can celebrate. 
I want you guys to not compromise your values. This has been something really big for me. If something doesn't feel right, just don't do it. Don't compromise on your internal code of ethics as this will leave you really feeling empty and full of regret. Uh, Something that I started practicing in the last two or three years that has been instrumental in growing my business and growing my friend base or getting rid of some people that were out needed to be out of my life is knowing that the word no is a complete sentence. And, you know, life doesn't work like a movie. It's filled with so many gray areas. So trust your instincts and do whatever you want. As long as you can look yourself in the mirror with appreciation and love, that's truly what matters at the end of the day. What are your core values? Have you defined them? You know, core values are something that are so important because it teaches you to live this intentional life because leading this intentional life, a life where every single decision you make is based on these core values is in alignment with your mind, body, spirit, uh, truly leads you to this life that you can celebrate. And one of the simplest things that you can do is just be kind to others. This is something that has come easily for me because I've always had a kind heart. I've always been generous and you know, so you'll get burnt a lot of times when you're the kind one, you'll get burned a lot of times, but as long as you stick true to those values and know that good things are going to come from your kindness, right? Uh, good things will come to people who are constantly putting other people in front of them. But every day you'll see someone who could use some help. While you may not be in a place to help them financially, even offering a smile or a kind word can do wonders to help someone and it'll make them even feel better and where they're at at life. How many of us have been having a bad day and a stranger complimented you or smiled at you or did anything? It changes you even for a second. You feel it in your soul and I just challenge you guys to practice more kindness. There always is room for more kindness and we can help everyone learn how to live life to the fullest just by being kind. It's so simple. You know, we got new shirts at work and they say humankind be both. And this is truly my mantra for 2021. You know, there's so many ways you can carry out random acts of kindness. Uh, This is something I do a lot with my children too, is this will help you celebrate your days. This will help you know that you're passing on these moments of kindness to other people. And guys, if you're not doing it with your kids, I challenge you to do it now. I challenge you just to have these random acts of kindness and you'll see that this comes back around tenfold. So, you know, and I want you to keep an open mind. This, this is a ongoing, I'm like, a student of personal development for life and continuing to grow. I have my moments. I get in my ruts. You know, I'm my position in my company right now is dealing with a lot of higher level stuff, which sometimes can be very daunting and, you know, dealing with the fires, I guess we would call it. Like I hate saying that word, but keep an open mind. Having an open mind is important for your growth. Like just because, you're right about something doesn't mean there aren't other ways to look about look at it. So this, you know, growing into the position that I'm in now, you know, I didn't get there by thinking that I knew everything. I didn't get there by being the only one that made every single decision. But listening to your ideas you don't agree with or understand 
keeps your brain active and healthy. You'll continue to learn as long as you stay open to difficult conversations. I think a lot of us avoid conversations and we shut people out that may not agree with us. And, you know, you don't have to engage in massive debates, but don't assume you know everything about another person as they are, they always have more to teach you. And I think that's the beautiful thing is just tapping into people. This vehicle, this of this title business is crazy. It's a relationship business. It really is. And every single person on my team has taught me something new. Every single person on my team has come to me in a way of sharing insight, uh, sharing feedback, but not in a disrespectful way, not in um, a way that we don't have any sort of, you know, leadership or whatnot. It's just that they know that I'm so open to it. They know that everyone in my organization is so open to it. And it just makes you feel good at the end of the day too. And it does challenge you. It does keep you on your toes because a lot of times you're you're that tunnel vision. You know, us entrepreneurs, we're always pushing forward. And, and uh, I heard a really funny quote from a guy. Gosh, what did he say? He said, um, you know, I always believed in God, but I thought I was God talking about his ego. And he was saying, the minute I got out of my own way, you know, my business exploded and it it was just one of those things. It's like, gosh, there's so many people that, uh, think they walk on water and try to lead an organization try to lead a team that way. And it's so hard. Just keep your mind open and know that listening to other people and your ability to have those tough conversations is probably the number one key important thing to living this life of gratitude, to living this life of fulfillment. But, you know, take action on what matters most to you. Like you'll hear people say, I had that idea, you know, every time you see someone like create something great and, but they just never took action on it. Like take action for what matters to you. The, you know, if you think about like ideas are really useless if you don't act on them, there's less thinking and more doing, but that was big for me. And that was something that I had to take a moment and step back and say, I got to stop thinking about this. I remember the reason I got into title, I was actually in real estate for a short amount of time. I was working out a non-compete from another title company. I always knew I wanted to start my own title company, but I thought, you know, maybe that ship has sailed, uh, kept overthinking it, came up with like a dollar figure in my head of exactly how much money I would need in order to open a title company. I made that number so obnoxious. Like enough, it was like $45,000. I think I had made $45,000 the year before in a year. Like there's no way a single mom's going to be able to save up that kind of money, right? I've never seen that kind of money at one time in my life. And believe it or not, I had a short sale listing and I'll never forget this $900,000 short sale listing. And I ended up double siding it. And I remember crying and my like, just thinking like, this is my sign. Like if I don't go for this and I don't pursue my dreams and I don't take action on something that matters so much to me, like my kids are going to suffer. Um, I'm going to show my children that I didn't pursue my dreams and I'm not living my life every day to its fullest. And, uh, you know, I remember even talking to my family about, they're like, you are crazy. That is so much money, right? Grew up poor in a small town. I've got a check in my hand for $40,000 made out to me. And I was like, I'm just going to go for it. 
I'm, if I don't, it's now or never, right? There's, and I just went for it. Like there was no plan B. And I think that's the most important thing is just remember that it's never too late. Uh, it's never too late. And it's not even a matter of starting a business. It's not even a matter of uh, doing something overnight. It's just a matter of making a decision that everything around you, you should be grateful for. There's so many things happening in our lives. You get a roof over your head. You have food on the table. You have friends, you have family, you have a job. I mean, there's so many things to simply be grateful for. So, you know, stop, you know, like just really the bottom line is to learn to live life to the fullest is such a big step in discovering a path that's going to lead you to this greatest sense of happiness and accomplishment. And that's just what I want for everyone listening is we all need moments to rest and relish in a sense of contentment, but staying in one place too long will leave you feeling a lack of life. I want you to discover what makes you live a life of meaning. And I want you to go after that. What is meaningful to you? What is ultimate happiness? There's a, an amazing book I have my team read called Delivering Happiness. And it talks a lot about customer service in our industry, but it truly shows you just that act of kindness, that going the extra mile for other people, how much in turn that can come back your way. But I want to leave you guys with an amazing quote uh, from Steve Jobs. And he says, your time is limited. Don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living the result of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. So I challenge you guys to just tap into this life of true happiness. It's, it literally is just a decision that you can make overnight to live every single day, to live every single moment, and to live to celebrate with me. Thank you guys for tuning in and looking forward to bringing this Live to Celebrate podcast to you.